Hi, I'm Cap. With me is Dion. Together, we're the Taste Buds. <clears throat> What'd you think of that? Like a new direction? It sounds like a real corny cabaret act in a real filthy casino. <laughs> I like it. I mean, you didn't have to talk me into it. But I grew up on that sort of stuff, so I kind of uh, like it. I, 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 you, there's something about it, you know? There's something about the taste buds. It just it makes me want to have, like, the jazz hands whenever I say it, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like Roy Clark and Buck Owens. I'm a picking, and I'm a grinning. <laughs> it's a lot like that. Yeah. You, you, you know what, though? On a scale... If I were to express numerically, Dion, and those listening at home, the gentle persons at home, if I was to numerically express how much I appreciated the taste buds, I would say it would fall somewhere in the realm of 88, again, on a 100-point scale. And really, a 100-point scale. 74 points. A 100-point scale. Uh, it's not really a hundred point scale. Nobody ever gives a zero, Dion, on this scale that cigars took from wine. I've seen uh, some pretty low scores, but I've never seen zero. I would love to see zero. I would give a zero about as much credence as I would give a hundred. What would you? What about a ten? What about a? What about a seven? I I, I kind of like the seven. I kind of like like an off number. It, you know, like not like 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 a ten is like. Like what does Portnoy call is he calls yeah, it a rookie, it score. rookie. It's yeah, a, it's a rookie score. score. You can't give you it know? an even number. Exactly. So I would, uh, but here we are because we don't give decimal points. Although that would be funny, like a point five. You know, um, no, I, I would like to see something given like a four on a on a one hundred point scale. I think that would be hilarious, and I think it would probably potentially anyway even benefit the company because. This is the lowest review I ever read. I need to try this to see if it's really that bad. Yeah. Charlie Minato said, my cigars suck. Be sure to try them and find out for yourself. Right. <laughs> the, 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 the worst cigar ever, you say, huh? Right, right. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, like, um, uh, blogs like his are not afraid of giving low scores. I mean, he's, you know, I, I mean, no, I'm not, I, I'm not talking afraid. I'm not talking afraid. Yeah. And they, they do grade on the lower end, which yeah. I prefer, but it's so, almost yeah. like I, I, I relish when I, whenever I see a, a, a new review pop up, I relish, I scroll immediately to the bottom <laughs> and look at the rating. And if it's really, really low, like if they give it like a 64, a 68 or something, like that, I go back and then I read it. But if it's like 89, 88, 89, 90 or whatever, it's like, I really don't want to read it because it's okay. The, it's the, the, okay. So the problem, and, and, and we're talking 88 here because a real brief context of what we're saying here is Half Wheel reviewed the Capowitz Candela from Illusione, the CG4 with the green skin and uh gave it an 88 mm -hmm. and what's funny about the 88 is is i grade i don't grade numerically people hopefully know that by now hopefully my my listenership is bled over into don't you grade alphabetically readership. 
You should go back to grading alphabetically because I'd like to see. Some I do. I do grade alphabetically. You, you want to see an F? I have <laughs> well, way the, down the, the list. The, the, yeah. So some. Yeah. That would that would be kind of interesting. Like a Z minus. Well, yeah. I don't know if you could do that. It's you know. What's that would be zero? a zero. What's R less than zero? Uh, I don't know. This isn't this isn't one of those math shows. Um, although I did spend some of my weekend watching Neil Tyson Degrassi. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched his remake of The Cosmos a little Love bit. Love that guy. Carl Sagan's. Yeah. I'm on the fence about him. He seems to think he's somewhat of a rock star. He's and maybe a little he more is. polished. And, you know, he is. He's been on a few daytime shows. He's been on a few morning shows. So he's he's got a little bit of his own street cred working for him. But, dude, the guy is, the guy is awesome. I mean, and he, the thing is, he, he, he makes, he, he makes he physics relatable. Right, which is a feat in and of itself, especially when you're talking to me. Like my my idea of math is math. Like I could balance a checkbook. Once it once once you have to call math anything else other than math, I'm out. But um, the theoretical stuff is fun. I watched it with my kid with Snack Tray. The problem I have with him is it seems like he wouldn't shy away from offering his opinion about things that are outside of his lane. And like he does. He does completely. In. Yeah, he really doesn't stay in his lane. I mean, he does for the most part, but every once in a while, he'll he'll uh, swerve outside of his lane and try and take out an old lady on a sidewalk. But yeah, unsuspecting old yeah. lady, and and everybody yeah. for some reason gets a kick out of it. Yeah, like leave the old lady applauding. alone. I mean, come right, on, right, she's, a, she's, right. she's she's got a bag of groceries. She's walking down the street. You know, just leave her alone. Pulling pull, pull her. her little pulling a little wheeled yeah. cart behind her. You know those foldable wheeled carts that right. the old ladies have right it's uh he just strikes me as that kind but i think everybody is that kind of person now and it's expected of you when you reach a certain amount of notoriety whatever the field is that you attain that notoriety people start yeah. asking you lateral questions like hey science guy what do you feel about social justice issues yeah yeah let's get back into our lane shall we yeah, 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 yeah. So, so our lane, so our lane, yeah. the 88. I chuckled when I saw the 88 because, like I said, I review, I, I grade, I rate mm -hmm. um, alphabetic, alphabetically. No, it's not an order with letters. Right. What's the letter version in numerically? I don't know, but I think interpreted uh, but, in cigar aficionados ratings, that's like a ninety or a ninety-one. So that's good for me. Right, I'm I'm good with that. And 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 another reason I'm good with it is I'm just good with it because uh, no offense to Charlie and I, I think was it Patrick who actually did the review. I don't think it was yeah, Charlie. Patrick. Patrick did it. He grades really hard too. So an eighty-eight from him might be like yeah. 93, 94. Yeah, like right, uh, right. you know. But and, and any anyway, I appreciate them doing that. They're one of the few. Uh, of the larger news sources that picked up the story in the first place. So I, I appreciate that. Um, but what yeah, I appreciate that Charlie. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good kid. I like the cut of his jib, whatever that but anyways, means. you know, oh, oh, no, back, no, 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 no. I, I yeah, just want to say one more back thing. to the rating the or any rating for that matter. The 88 that they got is essentially my B plus. Hmm. And I, 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 I'm friendly with a cigar, well, a former cigar retailer. Anyway, uh, the, the, the link is tenuous at this point. But what he told me a couple of years ago was my B plus was uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like it, like, well, like, like it, nah. it, 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 it's good, but it's not excellent it's not it's what they very good be, right because everybody every cigar that everybody makes is a plus 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 oh if you ask them 
this it's is like, the best it's like thing the fantasy ever. world, you know, like in a Christmas story where he's he's daydreaming in class and he does the the uh, uh the by uh, the the essay or what what did you call it? the bibliography I don't know whatever you called it back then the little paper that he yeah, did yeah, on the yeah, uh, yeah, red yeah. writer and right, she's right, like right. A plus 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 that's how oh, everybody views yeah, just glowing yeah, right? yeah, yeah 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 that's how everybody views their cigars you know when they come out with them it's like oh what are you talking about it's the greatest cigar in the world which is such a bill of sales to sell yourself because these guys. No, none of these guys come to cigars without first being a cigar smoker. Mm. Maybe, maybe Jonathan Drew, uh, but you, predominantly these guys are consumers first. They've smoked a rack of different stuff. They scrounge up some change from their couch cushion. They go down to Nicaragua. They pick out a cigar that they like the taste of. They put their label on it, and then they think it's the best thing ever. Like you say, but. They've smoked before, don't they know? Don't they compare? They... Don't they? Don't they have? Right. Yeah. And then they send them to me, the crash test dummy of the premium cigar industry, and I have to I tell like them, that. "Oh, this isn't good." I like that. You know, yeah. this is this, this is this is a uh, this is a B. You know, which eighty-five test dummy of the cigar world. I like that. I've been calling myself that for years. It's a good uh, thing you, you first finally started tuning in. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for it. thanks for tuning in, Dion. Uh, the hour show. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's good to have you on board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so but that's a confusion. I don't know how we got there, but that is definitely confusion. And I've I've voiced that to you privately. Yeah. Like, don't don't these people know what they're sending me? Don't don't they know what they have here? Well, Why am again, I the guy again, to tell them? Uh, well, you're the one that calls the baby ugly, right? Nobody wants their baby to be called ugly. <sighs> you know, like that Seinfeld episode where everybody walked up to the crib. Oh, hey, uh, you know, like <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about that episode. Actually, you know, I, great. I've been uh, going through old TV shows and we've talked about this before, but I, I it's something I kind of do pretty often. And for this is like maybe like the handful of the fifth of times now that I've wanted to rewatch a bunch of Seinfelds and I'm kind of leery of it. Just don't watch the first two, maybe three years. They're kind of overly scripted. It's the, the characters really haven't gotten into them. So maybe, maybe the third year they have, but the first two, the first two years were atrocious. I'm just worried. Simpsons. I'm just worried about the, the 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 way it holds up because I'm thinking when I think of Jerry Seinfeld in Seinfeld, I think of a very nineties dressed guy. Oh, it, it was even, that, he was even horribly dressed back then when it was, when it was accepted. to dress Right. He was, right. Right. He was uh, like egregiously that, you know, like, like the, uh, the slightly like the oversized shirt tucked into jeans with no belt. You know, right. the jeans and, that kind of flare sneakers. out of thigh, the big, the big, yeah, the mushroom. Yeah, the high waist, the high waist, yeah. jean, like the, the relaxed fit. Isn't that what they used to call uh, them the re- for, for guys with big butts? Yeah. Apparently, I, like I could never wear a pair of those. Like, uh, like I, I couldn't do it. I mean, he's cleaned up his act now, but, you know, God oh, help me. It's just it's 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 like watching a car crash when he walks onto the set. It's, of those it's close. It's really tough, and and I don't. Uh, it means so much to me that it stays a certain way in my brain. 
I don't want to binge watch it with my 10 year old and him getting all like, what the hell is this? What, what, what are you showing me this for? Might as well right. be like, and I love Lucy. You know, yeah, like, well, they, you know, they, they all dressed in suits back then. It didn't matter whether you were sitting poolside well, no, or you were at a dinner. As far as, they were in a timely, suit. as far as how timely it is, like as far as far but, as like how, how old is this? You mean like, dated? You mean, looking, right. You look at that. Exactly. Oh, that's so 90s. It's, it's, it's exactly. a dated. Well, I mean, look, look at all. Look at all sitcoms. Right. I mean, you, you mm. can make a case for dating all of them. Yeah, I, I mean, what uh, I noticed Dick Van Dyke holds up really well, believe it or not. Well, all those older, I think, um, uh, uh, series, uh, I, they do hold up because, you know, they, they have a really nice set. It's a smart looking set, um, right. you know, manly, bachelor-esque, whatever, you know, with the sunken living room floor. Very, you know, oh, almost almost like a Danish modern uh, thing in some aspects. But, you know, they're huh. all in suits. They're all properly cut fit everybody's you know the, the women they're wearing nice dresses and then we moved into like this age of like comfort this age of frump right. and we're just style and everything went out the window now i'm sure that there's shows out there that can make a case for it but mostly they're like like netflix shows now that go in, back into a period you know and they make a period series you, you know like honestly i think you're on to something here because i'm a huge frazier fan and that show holds up. That show is deceptively aged. They were all smartly up. dressed. Yes. They, they were, were tailored. All just... They were fit. Right. right. And that's, they're, they're not a of, frumpy in the house. Right. It kind of harkens back to those days of the old original sitcoms where, you know, everybody was dressed nicely. Everybody fit the model. Everybody fit the role. It's just not like this. Oh, well, you know, I want to feel comfortable. I'm going to get a shirt that's one size too big and then I'm going to tuck it in. So right. at least I, I can I can stretch out if I want to. Um, <sighs> but so, OK, getting back to, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the, the dress and the Seinfeld mm -hmm. and, and, and the wearing of the, you know, the clothes, the clothes you know, you look garb. at Kramer right now, Kramer would probably be the most, I think the most timely dressed guy in there, even though he was kind of like this <laughs> guy with, you know, off, off the rack, um, goodwill clothes. I mean, because that's kind of how I like dressed for like, that's what I was doing. Life. You were right. You know, that's what I was doing. Not, then, not then, but a little after I was, right. I was getting those seventies wide collar shirts and, uh, you know, dressing like the guy in fight club. You remember, right. I, for a little bit, I was under the assumption I looked just like Brad Pitt. Oh, when know, I went thrift shopping. Gosh, can you make that comparison? Really? Can Can you make that 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 line? Can you connect that dot between you and Brad Pitt? Well, I, I noticed that I, it, uh, there's a grace that I have that I don't know if it's imaginary or if it really exists, but I could tell myself. Speaking of guys that like you know the crash test dummy of premium tobacco and premium cigars and like don't you know what you have there's a certain thing i tell myself where i go self self i say you're kind of like the jewy bread pit and just saying jewy it makes it so not that thing to begin with that who's a, to really yeah, say it's, i'm it's, wrong well i don't know i mean you would you know. see like no, okay, so let's say uh, I saw Lou Ferrigno in the news the other day. You know what I sometimes think of myself as? The, the Jewish Lou Ferrigno. The Jewy Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> now, it's so, it's so uh, not one thing equaling another. That is to say, 
Well, you're you're the guy. You're you're probably more like uh, what's that guy, David? Uh, I can't remember that was in the Incredible Hulk before he turned into Lou Ferrigno, the big angry <laughs> green beast. David Banner. David and, you know, Banner. Isn't there some issue with his name? I'm not a comic book geek, but you wouldn't. I like think me. there's a there's a Bruce Banner and there's a David Banner. Have you yeah. noticed that? What's the deal? With, what's the deal? Well, clearly, one is a uh, tycoon, a self-made man with a lot of money. The other one is a a rail rider, a vagrant, a vagabond, a vagabond that travels from town to town, getting away from his anger. But you know, I, like Tycoon said, show. wherever you go, there you are. So right. he constantly right. was running away from himself. But then he would just get himself into these situations where over he and over would again. Get, just blackout angry and start wrecking a bunch of things. I mean, come on, you know he that guy should need, be. He just, up. he just needed therapy. Oh. He just needed a therapist in the worst way. In the you worst know? way. So what you're saying it, is, I'm the Jewy Bruce Banner. Yeah. Okay, we'll go. Which with that. isn't a far departure. I mean, that's. I mean, he's a doctor. So look, I, I mean, what? Why didn't somebody after like? five or six episodes or 50 or 60 episodes say you know what maybe the next town you go into you should go find the first person you meet is is a psychiatrist you go make an appointment with the psychiatrist and say hey sit down um i got this bit of a problem you know like when i get angry like if somebody puts too much sugar in my coffee uh, right, right, right. Or, or I stub my, my toe. Sometimes spicy. it doesn't even need yeah. another person. Maybe I stub my toe in a dark room. In, I'm, yeah. always, I'm always moving. I'm living right. out of hotels. I don't know where the corner I, of the bed is. Yeah, but the problem is I turn into this monster. I'm in the restaurant, so now everybody sees me, and I'm turning the place upside down because the poor waitress didn't know that I only wanted one packet and a half of sugar, not two sugars in my coffee. Right. And I just got blackout angry. I flipped all the tables. I broke the coffee pot. I, you know, I think I pushed her in the fryer oil. I don't know what I did, but, you know, I need help. I made a big hairy scene and yeah. I'm embarrassed. It, it's I'm tired of carrying the shame yeah. from town to town. But that that show. OK, so two two things with that show. I don't know if it's a show itself or just where my brain was at the time. I don't know how old I was, but my dad loved that show. And two things I remember. OK. One is I used to run out of the living room screaming every time he turned into the Hulk because it scared me. Okay. And I was a little kid. Okay. Don't, don't, don't think I was like, you know, like a sophomore or something. I was a little kid. This is back in the day. Little cat is what they used to call me. Like, like, like 17. And, um, I, I would run screaming down the foyer in my, uh, in my parents' apartment and, just wait till the change was done. And then I'd come back and watch the rest because I was enthralled. I, I was just scared that one time right. and I knew it was coming. Anyway, what happened, dad? What happened? Oh, right. he read some shit. Exactly. So, so then my favorite part, the money shot for me, if you will, was at the end. And you've alluded to it when he's thumbing down the country road yep. with his knapsack. Right, right. For some reason, I wanted to be that guy. Like, I remember that was one of the first guys I wanted to be. You wanted and to be a free spirit, just I wandering want, I, from town to town. So I was probably in about, God, when, when in grade school do they start pestering you with what you want to be when you grow up? Do they oh. still even do that? I think that was like third grade. You know, you sit yeah. down with the teacher and it's like, so what do you want to and, and what does every kid want to be? I know like when I was growing up. Like, <laughs> you tell like me because things. I got one for you. I want to be an astronaut or I want to be a garbage man. Or a football player or a baseball player. Yeah. On the back of that, on the back of that truck, 
I want to hang off the back of a truck and then get out and throw trash into this big thing and then jump back up on the end of the truck and then go down the block. You know, they took all the glamour out of that job. They did. I, I still, for whatever reason, my kid, and I guess the kids want to be garbage men, but a few years ago, Snack Tray went through a phase of loving garbage trucks. Mm-hmm. And he was like a little tiny, tight, tiny, tight top. Even fire whatever. trucks. But, you know, he, we live right down the block from a fire truck, so I think it lost some of its luster. Uh, you know, we see it all the time. He became desensitized to the exactly. of being oh, a look. fireman or a firefighter. Right. They're here all the time. They're they're making a loud noise at the corner. My dad is cursing him out for doing it. And, uh, you know, dogs uh, are wailing. Now. Right. It's uh, but but we it got so bad. His fascination with or, or so deep his fascination with garbage trucks that I'm still subscribed to some YouTube channels of garbage trucks. Like they would just film garbage trucks picking up garbage. But, but occasionally you would get like the boutique one. And apparently there's still some places in the country that they pick them up by hand and they have those metal cans or like the plastic tubs that aren't like hooked onto the big uh, hydraulic arm. Right. And and they have like legit old school garbage guys and they come out and they kick it up in their hands and they throw right. it out and they, they whirl around and they jump on the back and they hoot and they holler. And it's man, they destroyed that, that, uh, that scene. Uh, they just, they did like a New York city out of it. They, they took all the, all the flair, all of the originality, all of yeah, the, they, all yeah, of the they, grit. Yeah. The grit. They, they took the flavor out of what it was <sighs> to be a garbage man. And and left it with a hydraulic arm. Yeah, and, and now the guys don't even get out. Looks the same. No, no they don't get out. get out. There's so one like, guy. My, yeah. my my guy's one guy. He gets, and if he has to get out, I'm not saying he's a fat guy, but let me just say when he has to shoehorn himself in and out oh, of that vehicle, it's it's yeah. a disaster. Oh, you want to talk about somebody turning into the Hulk? You know the 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 Hulk, the angry. Uh, what is it? Yeah, the Hulk. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, we watch these guys. And they don't do anything. If if a can is flipped over, they won't get out and pick it up. They'll just throw away what remnants are left in that big green bin. And right. they'll think, okay, well, you know, it's it's the neighbor's neighborhood. They'll pick it up. Right. Or Somebody will care, if, surely. If there's bags out there without the little yellow sticker on it, okay, <laughs> because garbage men used to pick up all garbage, right? It didn't matter what it was, like Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, I think maybe that's a free I- day, but... If you yeah, have, yeah, leaves, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're doing leaves, if you're doing branches, if you're doing whatever, oh you're my God, in the bag, you got two or three bags there. If you don't have the yellow ticket on there, guess what? They ain't picking it up. No, because no. they're lazy bastards. Leaves. So leaves, yard debris, as they call right. it. Because if they just said leaves, they couldn't charge an exorbitant amount extra. So they call it yard debris because that sounds like something that would warrant like another 10 bucks a month or whatever. It's a big bag. Yeah, but it only weighs like eight pounds. Get out and throw it in. I'm sorry I don't have so, the yellow tag on it. So the thing is, away. I don't know what the yellow tag is. We don't have that grace, but we just have like a bin that's yard debris. It's a gray bin. Well, you everything has up. to fit in the bin. Right, 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 right. They don't come every week anymore because apparently they're not allowed to. I don't know. Like regulations change. So they come every other week to pick up leaves. And I'm telling you, 
that's not enough time. That's not no, enough pickups. Not. No, they don't want to hear. For, they don't want to hear from bags on the side. It should everything, be like it should everything be, needs I, to be in that bin. It should be. It should go the other way. Should, they should pick it up more than than once every day. They should pick it up twice a week because they they know a lot of people are out there. It's autumn doing things right. It's autumn. So so I have this this bin crammed full of leaves. And I yeah. keep like tamping it down. I actually put I actually put snack tray on top of it to to, to jump it down. So I, I I fill up a bunch of leaves. I still don't know what to do with the rest of my leaves. I don't know. I'm overwhelmed with leaves, just overwrought, burdened, bombarded with leaves. It's finally the day that they come to pick up the leaves again. Every other week, they no longer do every week. Mm-hmm. Every other week, they come. My leaves aren't picked up. I'm looking out my window. My leaves well, aren't picked up. It's because you need, and they issue them to you, you these little yellow stickers that go on I the I know back. nothing because about this. I don't. Everything... Th- I think that's just a your place no, no, no. thing. No, no, it's everywhere. Let, let, no. Let, because it's let, everywhere. Me, let, me say, let me say what happened. Let me say what happened. I, I'm looking for my window. I look at like 8 o'clock in the morning. I look at like 10 o'clock in the morning. I look at like noon. It's not coming. The, the, the garbage came and I don't want to go. I have a garbage or recycling and a yard debris. I'm not going to make three trips. I'm waiting for all of them to be emptied out. Then I'm going to yard them back, you know, but the, but the, the yard debris is not freaking getting picked up. I finally go out there. It's like afternoon, maybe even early evening. I go out there and they hung a tag on the front that I couldn't see from my window saying that they refused to pick it up because it weighed too much. Oh, that's the other thing, right? So if it's over like whatever it is, the 70 pound limit, and how do they know? How do they know if they don't actually that's what get I'm out and try saying. and pick it And up? you have a truck with a hydraulic arm, buddy. Right. Does a hydraulic arm go, oh, oh my back, my back, oh, my oh, back, I I pulled workers something. comp. Workers comp says the Oi. hydraulic freaking <laughs> Oi says the hydraulic armor with Oi. Oi, uh, so so what I'm saying is is basically I'm a hydraulic arm that's because uh, everything Jewy. right so look everything has to go in that bin if it they have graced you with this one green bin okay and anything outside that bin is is like hidden from sight from them they don't recognize it they don't see it it's right. not there if you've got a bag out there i don't care if it's like a little sandwich bag stuffed with things not or if their it's problem a, uh, glad hefty not, bag not not their problem not getting picked up it's not fitting in the bin this goes beyond the limits of our contract in our union and even though you're paying us to recycle your stuff now whereas you that's the other thing right so back in the day recycling you make a little bit of scratch when you're a kid, right? You collect up the bottles, the cans, or whatever. Yeah, you go get I, I've done it. Whatever it is, I've yeah. Done. You get you get candy money, right? You get right, exactly. You get a little bit mon- more money to go down to the stop and go, or the Seven Eleven, or the Circle K, or whatever it was down the corner. Now that's all gone. And what's what's going on now is like they want you to separate. They want you to separate the garbage from the the re- the refuse from the um, recyclables. Who knows what it is? If it touches food, then it goes in this one. But if it doesn't touch food and it's clean, it goes in this one. It's all garbage. And, it's all and garbage. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Not I'm not better than anyone. Right. But I realize we live in a specialized society. And I also realize you're not paying me. But I'm the, not working the for the garbage company. You got people working there. 
they're charging us now for them to. They're charging me to sort thing. my garbage, right? And 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 they're telling us how to do it. Like there was a street fair kind of thing in the park across the street this past summer, and one of the quote unquote games there was taking the kids aside and teaching them how to sort trash. That's not a game. You're no. putting them to work. I'd like to speak to somebody in your HR. Incredible. When is, when is my kids' payday? When is my kids' payday? Right. It, it's it's it, it it puts me in mind of the self checkouts. I refuse to use self checkouts. I will not use a self checkout. I don't care if it gets I, I, me out sooner. I will if it's got it's one. It's not worth if I, it. If I got something like under five items or whatever, but you know, if the one item or less lane is open, I'm over there every time. I'm over there I, every uh, time. It, it 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 threatens to go very wrong. Is all I'm saying when you use the self check because it, it's quick if there's no snag. But when is there not a snag? Well, it's you like know? we become it's like we like become then the a light society. goes on and you have to call some pissed off teenager over That's because it. you're bothering them. We you know, what have do you become need? a society that has to help other people do their jobs. Right. I, I prefer a specialized society, which I thought I signed up for when I was born here. You know, like and by specialized society, I mean there's there's a person for that. Yeah. position and they're getting paid and why is it specialize in that why is, why it is that everybody a jack of all trade of right. fuck you of everything else why you know, do it's... i have to go to all these places and help people do their jobs That's right. i gotta bag my own groceries i mean uh, that's just because of where i shop in winco but come on. My my grandfather was more poor than I am when he came to this country and he went to the green grocer. He told him at the at the counter what he wanted. They gathered it up, they bagged it, and he left. Isn't that great? Well, actually you can do that now, right? Because now with well, the thanks to thanks to on, this. Yeah, yeah, you put your order in on the app, whether it's Walmart or Rayleigh's or or whatever store you shop at. Um, they assemble it for you, and then you can either go down and pick it up, or you can have it delivered. So I, I guess gotta, I gotta tell you, is it that kind of cool? Like, uh, like, like, honestly, that's that's, that's kind of cool. Well, I think it's just uh, out of necessity right now. But again, getting back to the whole thing, right? But I hope like, that lasts. I hope they set a precedence for it by doing if you, that. If you were a shopkeeper, like you were talking about, like I'm a shopkeeper, right? I have a shop or a mercantile, uh, what have you. It was always about the thing that separated. Uh, these stores, these little places of, of, of independent business was the service, right? Like you said, you walk right. in, oh, hey, Mr. Kaplowitz, how you doing? Are you going to have a, uh, what are you going to have to eat? Oh, CG4. Yeah, right. You want the CG4. Uh, you want your V cut on it like you normally like it. Uh, oh, here you go. Oh, you want to light it today? Okay. Fine. You know, it's, it's all about the interaction and the service, giving that person going beyond white glove above and beyond white glove rather, treatment. Yeah. It's like you go on the the store now. You collect up your groceries. They beep 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 like that, and then they look at you like you're growing two heads. Okay, you don't even hand them the card anymore. You know they no. don't process your payment. You put it in you put it in the little card reader, and then they're looking at you like, "Can you please get the f out of the way? Because I got a line behind me, and you need to bag your groceries and get out of here because both uh, right. little aisle aisle things with groceries are full." And it's like oh, I'm not going to stand down there next to that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and bag and, my and, groceries and, 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 while he bags his. Right, I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous because I, I, I'm I'm right in front of him. He's right in front of me. We're mouth to mouth across the very thin aisle. And what if one of us coughs? You, you know, it's 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 done. Yeah, but it's, even it's, going it's beyond, even beyond, you know, going beyond this current situation, it's it 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 the the service of the sale is all but gone anymore. Now, but but who's 
whose fault is that though? Because here's something that might hit close to home, but tobacconists, you're supposed to shot as a cigar smoker. You hear all the time. Well, I hear cigar smokers here all the time. You're supposed to support your local brick and mortar. You go to your local brick and mortar. And one of the things in it for you is you have an experienced tobacconist. They could answer any of your tobacco questions. They could, why they could even make a recommendation. They could do all this. This is all you need. This is, if you want to be a cigar smoker, you need to get down to your local brick and mortar, your local tobacconist. He's going to be there with a little set of, uh, of round glasses and uh, one of those Western uh, style like uh, dress shirts. They have a collar, but they don't have a collar. And th- his sleeves are rolled up and they're held up by those leather straps. You know, like you're going to see a tobacconist. And a leather you apron. Know? And a leather apron. And uh, he's, it, he's going to tell you all you need to know. Right. He's going to know your. Knowledge. He's going to know your palate. He's going to yeah. know your preference. He's going to know you, what you could, your budget to a certain extent, uh, because you're going to be visiting there often. He's going to remember what you buy, but that's not the truth. Sadly, more often than not, you go to your local tobacconist, your cigar shop, and you have some. Uh, you can't say kid because, yeah. of course, they have to be a certain age. But a, a lot of these cigar shops, they don't. They're not hiring tobacconists. No, it's they're, they're hiring they're like, cash takers. They're yeah, they're, right. They're cash. They're cash register cowboys. They sit on their saddle. Somebody walks up, plops down five or six cigars. The guy that put down the cigars goes, "Are these any good?" And then the uh-huh. guy looks out of the corner of his eye and goes, "Yeah, those are all right. That'll be fifty bucks." Uh, and or, or he walks in the door, coming the other way. Hey, what do you got in here that's new? I don't. Know. Right. No, I think you know, it's, uh, there's something. What, there what, what, what what do you got that's good? Huh? Uh, you know. Uh, we got, we, we got something from, blah, 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 I, I guess, I don't know. It, 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 it's a, basically, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to come across as being derogatory toward brick and mortars, but I do think there's undeniably some that need to step up their game if they're going to say that they're the end all be all. Yeah, but the whole thing, I mean, to those guys, the whole thing smacks of effort, right? Why should they do it when they're already, they already think that they're doing enough? And, I, you know, as long as, oh, you know, I had a good day. I mean, you know. Yeah, people, look at my till. People came through the door. Uh, right. They bought some things. You know, I got to sit down and and you know uh, shoot the bull with everybody in the lounge. I got to play the role. You know, I'm the big business owner. I'm smoking a cigar. I'm talking about my my political this or my my bunion that. <laughs> you know right, I mean? right, right. I I I have my soapbox and yeah. I made a little bit of scratch while I was on my soapbox. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't have to stay in my lane once. And quite frankly, when something came into my lane, I dodged a fuck out of it because who needs it? Right, right. And then, you know, and then if the kid behind the register has a question he doesn't know, you know, then the owner over there, you know, gets perturbed. And he's like, oh, he's like been taken out of his element talking about his rash with the other customers. Now he's got to get up and actually, you know, do his job or or help the kid do his job. I, re- I remember I, w- I, w- uh, I went to, th- this is a defunct uh, brick and mortar, so I could say it. it's the Briar Shop, um, or was, but it was a place in the mall uh, here in town, and I went there when I first moved here. I was like, oh, that's interesting, a, a cigar shop in the mall. Okay, let me, let me check it out. And you could actually, for a brief amount of time, smoke in there, too, because they somehow got grandfathered in. But a- a- anyway... I, I went. I went there, and uh, there was nobody there. Like uh, the cases are locked, mm-hmm. 
there's 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 no way I could like you know like pull out whatever I wanted and leave a tenner, you know, leave a saw buck mm-hmm. on the counter and leave. So so I'm leave like looking bits. around. Leave to yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so so I'm looking around and and I, all, suddenly like I guess the guy saw me before I saw him from around the back. He's like, "What do you need?" He's like, "Can I help you?" What do you, what do you need? No, he's like, he's like, what, what do you need? And I was right. like, uh, I don't know. I need a cigar, man. What do yeah. you need? I need your you know, help. Hey, we're bantering now. Look at us. Yeah. You know, I, I need your key because I don't want to break your glass, you know? And he, he says, okay. And he uh, like, kind of like I hear him fumbling because I don't see me at the way it's laid out and he comes out out and he lets me know right off the bat that he was in the middle of eating a sandwich. Yeah, God forbid you uh, you should make somebody at work work. Right, right. Uh, no, what, 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 so, so the ball is in my court at that point. Do, do I say I'm sorry? Like, what, 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 what do you need to hear, fellow? Oh, I didn't know it was your lunchtime. Uh, who's who's uh, covering covering you is, while you're on there, your break? Is there a good time for me to come back? Right. Like never. That's, that sounds good to me. But anyway, I don't want to, but there are, there are, um, there are brilliant tobacconists out there. There's good and bad and everything. It's a mixed bag. It's a little thing I like to call humanity. So, but wasn't that great? Okay. Cause a lot of the tobacconists, a lot of the shops used to be in the malls back in the day. Wasn't that, wasn't that the most amazing thing you would, you'd be walking down the mall. Then all of a sudden you'd get within a store (laughs) or two, a window or two of the, of the, uh, cigar store. And then just this wonderful waft of aroma it's like this combination of cigar uh you know like like cigar tobacco smell and pipe tobacco and then it was you kind of like look in there and it was like a uh it was kind of like a a thing that was like you know it's it's like you're it's like you're it's like you're wandering through a desert and you reach that oasis and not only is it an oasis geographically speaking but also in terms of time yeah, but it you couldn't go in there when you were a kid, right? Time. Yeah, because it was oh, it was hands yeah. it was hands off. It was like, oh, my grandfather or my dad goes in there, you know. But mm-hmm. I can't go in there because I'm not 18. I'm like, you know, 12 or But it like immediately just I grabs love hold of you. You know what? You 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 you're almost threatening to make me melancholy because I that that's some some of my favorite memories of growing up was that like not being able to wait to be able to do that to yeah, be an walking adult, by the sky. And you know, I could, I'm going to duck in there one day. I swear yeah. I'm going to one day I'm going to I'm going to hang that right and wind up right over there next to the pipes between yeah. the pipes and the knives, it, you it know, or, like, or umbrellas. There was always umbrellas. For yeah. Or, or canes or walking sticks. Mm. But, you know, it, it was almost like walking by the uh, the ice cream place when they were making the waffle cones. Right. It was just like that, that, that specific aroma that just like immediately trigger something and you're like oh man i need i need a waffle cone and 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 now like so so i'm I'm thinking why i'm getting melancholy thinking about it is now adults don't really do different things than kids do like adults are playing the video games now i sound like i'm 80 years old adults are drinking what soda they're they're not it just seems like like if i was a kid now I wouldn't so much want to be an adult because it seems like it's more of the same shit, except I need to work. Yeah. You know, like I'm not getting anything cooler. I just have to be somewhere because somebody said I had to be there so I could afford to get like egos. 
you know, it, growing up doesn't seem as cool as it used to because it doesn't seem as much of a departure from being. It's a not. Kid. It's not because we can always go back and do what you know, what whatever we want to do when we were kids. Because you know, we grew up in the video game age, and it's like, who's to say? Who's to say that video games are not just for children? I mean, they're for everybody. And I mean, you know, oh, there's of course, guys. And I don't out mean there. to throw any shade. It's not my thing. No, no, no. I'm not but, throwing shade. You know. But it's like you know, it, it it's it's actually become a thing where you can actually like make money now at it. You know, I mean, you can make sub- substantial amounts of money playing video games if you're really good. But you're right. The line is and, and, blurred. And, 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 and I'm, I'm sorry, before we get back to it, before you make your point, I, I did feel like this is a good opportunity to announce to everybody that I have a YouTube channel launching in the next couple of days. And it's going to be an esports channel. I'm going to be playing a bunch of Madden. And um, to get stuff situated, though, first and foremost, you build an audience, I'm going to be doing a bunch of gameplay of Minecraft. So um, look for that coming up soon. Yeah, but, Leroy uh, Jenkins. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so, yeah the, 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 the distinction between a boy and a man seems to be less now insofar as their extracurricular activities. Well, yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, men and their toys. They got the the snow, the snowmobile. They got the off road little quad vehicle vehicular thing. It's like so. Those there, there, it's like when you grew up, there were like a second set of toys, which you know everybody, you know, which women called men's toys. You know, and that right. was it. Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you had your off road thing. Uh, you had all those, but the the, the the difference was is the the, the substan- substantial gap in price between the uh, Johnny's little fire truck and right. a uh, off road assault vehicle. Exactly, you know, da- Daddy's Daddy's got a dune buggy, and uh, and little Johnny has uh, what like a like like a seventies model Schwinn. Yeah, he's got that yeah, little you know. he's got that little uh, popcorn vacuum thing that right you know, he, he right. Can, walk onto the carpet with and it goes pop 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 and he thinks he's picking up uh it just you know, it just always strikes me as odd degree. when i see grown men talk about playing video games i'm gonna say it and uh, that's not that's still not a big it. video game guy even though i don't play that much anymore that's uh yeah well that's the other thing that's the other thing i, I was i was talking to a friend of mine the other day and we for the life of us couldn't figure out what a, what a third friend of ours was doing because this guy seems to have so much time. This this third party guy, he's always doing this or going here or seeing that. And how do you have time? Like I like I, I think it was it last week I said I don't have time to ride my bicycle. I would like to I would like to get back into horse racing. My favorite my favorite horse race is coming up, the cigar mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would like to I, I would like to get get some action in on that. I would like to I would like to do stuff, but I'm busy. I don't have a lot of time. And, and uh, I was talking to my buddy and he's like, yeah, I would like to do blah, 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 blah. But who has the time? And we have this other guy. He's just doing all this stuff. Is that like, uh, is he superior at handling time or is, is he on like some kind of dole? Because that's what we were trying to figure out. Like, where's this guy get his time from? Like, uh, I, there's so many things I would like to do that I just don't have the time for, you know, I mean, uh, video games aren't one of them. Yeah. For me, they're low priority now, but I, I don't know. What, what kind of games did you play? Were you an esports guy? Were you like, a, I don't picture nah, you being like a mad guy. PlayStation guy. I mean, I love, I, you know, I love the first person shooters. 
Um, oh, those, liked, are, those are kind of fun, actually. Yeah, I, I like the sneak around games. I love the uh, Metal Gear Solid games. I love the uh, uh, what the hell is it? Uh, the Assassin, not Assassin's Creed. I was um, gonna say that. Yeah, Agent Forty Seven. Never even heard of that. Yeah. You you could have just made that up. You could. I I I, I never. But if, I'm not a video game guy. But Hitman. You you know it's funny. Funny, okay, so you mentioned Hitman. That was one of the games. I had a roommate back a while ago now, um, and he was a huge video game guy. And I would just sit there on the couch and watch him play. And he'd be like, hey, you want to play? And I'm like, no, I kind of like watching you play, man. Like, I just I, I just kind of dug watching him play. And fast forward now, that kind of explains the gameplay channels of People just playing the game and recording it, you, you know, and people watching it. So uh, it's a mystery to a lot of people, that phenomenon. But it's not a mystery to me because of that roommate I had that used to play a lot of Hitman games, I think I remember. But uh, uh, I'm way out of my lane. I don't, I don't know. Uh, speaking, I don't know of which, speaking of which, do you want to introduce the show? Because we got like 15 minutes left. Powered. By Illusione Cigars at IllusioneCigars.com. This is the unofficial and unauthorized Disillusione D program podcast. Thank you, Jan, the persons for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the Capitalist Radio portfolio of podcasts wherever you're currently listening. Also visit K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z.xyz. As always, I am Capitalist Media, and with me is my co-host, DeAngelito, owner of Illusione Cigars, Illusione Cigars in flavor deep in your mind find out more at illusionescigars.com so what I wanted to be when the teacher passed that ridiculous hat around metaphorically speaking of what a third grader wants to be how old are you in third grade like eight yeah I don't even know so, 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 so I said I stood up like she, you know, little Noah, do like what everybody else before you has done and what a couple of people after you will do. Stand up and tell us what you're thinking you're going to want to be when you grow up. Oh, wasn't that the most horrible thing? Because when you stand, because you saw the other people stand up before you and they say, I want to be a, I want to be a, an engineer. And everybody would just like laugh and go like, that guy's an idiot, man. I'm going to be an astronaut. Engineer, yeah. what does that have to do with anything? I'm going to the moon. Yeah. So I stand up and I say, "Vagabond." No, you didn't. I swear, as God is my witness, Dion. I stood You're just up and making I said, this up. And I stood up and I said, "Vagabond." You want to be a bum? And everybody got real quiet because the majority of the kids didn't know. I, I was a reader. Didn't know what that was. And the teacher kind of just like sucked her face in. Mrs. Price, who's dead now. Just wanted to add that for no, flavor and, and for vindictive nature. She was ter- she was a first teacher that told me I would never amount to anything if I didn't shape up. And look at me now, Mrs. Price, although you can't because you're dead. She's looking up at you or looking down, depending on where you think Ooh. she went. She's probably looking up at you, right? Uh, she 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 was a, she was a third grade teacher in the public school system of New York City. If she's looking down, something ain't right. Anyway, so she sucks her face in, 
And uh, Mrs. Price was interesting because she was old. She was ready to retire. We might have been her last class. She was a heavyset woman, salt and pepper hair, and she was knock-kneed because, like, the structure, the frame wasn't holding. You know what I mean? Like, the, she was collapsing on herself. Years of standing on her feet in front of children. And our class was on the fifth floor of PS216. You could look it up. Autoro Tuscan, Tuscanini? Tuscanani? It was PS216. Tuscanini. Tuscanini. Oh, look who I'm speaking to. An, an Italian music guy, of course, you're going to know. Anyway, fifth floor class. She was pigeon-toed, horrible shape, no elevator. We used to have to walk up every day. She'd, she'd gather us downstairs in the auditorium every day. And you'd be right behind her. And we'd be right behind her, knock-kneed, pigeon-toed, a good 50 bills, a good 50 pounds over a weight limit. Lumbering up the stairs, lumbering up the stairs, holding on to both sides of a uh, 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 banister, or at least one. I can't remember how wide it was, but for five stories, and it wasn't just five stories. It wasn't just five staircases. Each story was two staircases hmm. behind a bulk of a woman, a, a big old woman who didn't think very much of me. Or my classmates, and uh, didn't really take too kindly to my career trajectory of vagabond, you know. But but she was she was okay. She was. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. The only teacher I don't hate was Miss Lamhut, who uh, who uh, I, I don't even. She might still be with. No, she'd be too old. She was the first one to think I could write. So there's that. Miss Lamhut, shout out. She's sure. looking down. She saw she saw the potential. She saw the talent in her student rather than taking the path of least resistance, the the and just looking at a child and belittling him for being a child, for right. for being lackadaisical, for being a, a bit of a ne'er do well, for wanting to be out in the playground more than he wanted to be in math class. That's right. what a child is. Oh, and she and you. she or he would belittle them for it. Oh, it's uh, it, oh, overtly with uh, unabashedly think less of you. Uh, it probably even rolled her freaking eyes. I mean, it's an eye roll inducing thing to have the third grader say, I want to be a vagabond. You're going to uh, you're going to either roll your eyes in a happy way or a sad way. But the eyes are going to be rolled. Well, my response would be a giggle and go, Noah. Do you even know what a vagabond is? Are you sure you want to be a vagabond? With a giggle, you know, with a wry smile? And I wonder, I don't know how my time lines up, but I, I, want, I, I wonder if the, the Incredible Hulk had anything to do with that. You know, uh, Bruce Banner, David Banner, I forget which Banner it was, what his first name was in that old TV series. But, you know, like we said at the beginning, thumbing his way down the country road to the next town that he was going to demolish. That a was a vagabond. A, a very free, free and a very angry spirit at the same time. A very free, angry spirit that would tear your head off and not think twice in a blind, supernatural rage. And he was green. And all told, I would rate that series an 88. 
you know, okay, I'd probably 76 for me. Looking back, back then, I would have given it 100, 100 points when I was a kid. Oh, this is interesting. That's true. You know, That's it's true. the redo. It's it's the redux, the redo rating, you know, watching it later. The the retro, the retro rating, watching it. Yeah, the, the, wow, this means something to me because I just talked about it on a podcast and relived some pivotal points in my growth. So of course it's a, it's an 88, uh, which is a B plus, but if somebody was to show that to me and I had no frame of reference, uh, I might kill it. Oh yeah. I'd, I'd be done after like the second episode. Like if Netflix re re released it and you, you, that's, that's when you just wouldn't binge. Right, exactly. That's an obvious one. though. the scary ones, like I said before, Tying it back, Seinfeld. Does it hold up? Does it not? Did it ever really? Maybe that was the I, point. I How cringy is this going to be? I, I, am I going to question myself? Am I going to think less of the series, therefore a large chunk of my humor? What's going to happen here? You know what? Uh, let's watch the Dick Van Dyke show. You know, let, let's play it safe. Something else? The Odd yeah. Couple. I, that Odd Couple yeah. show... With Klugman and Randall, the TV great series. Show. Yeah, great oh, show. Oh my God, unsung hero of television land. Yeah. That is a you, you don't those don't miss those episodes. Yeah, they don't. There's not a miss in the catalog. Those yeah. are fantastic. Those are great. Those hold up. I bet you, Dion. That was maybe 20 years before Seinfeld. I yeah. I I guarantee you, that holds up. What about the, ja- the Jackie Gleason? What was the one that Jackie Gleason was in? Honeymooners. Honeymooners. I would almost say that might hold up better than Seinfeld. Seinfeld about- is in such a point in time. It's it's not evergreen in terms of What about of the blogging. Hudson? The Hudson Brothers. Do you remember that? The Hudson Brothers good timey variety no, hour. No, you it, no, but what about Amos and Andy? How well do they line up I've now? Ne- I've never watched. Don't I've they never hold? Of that. It's 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 two old comedians in blackface portraying negative characteristics of African Americans. That might hold up, but no, it probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't. Hmm. Seinfeld probably holds up better than that. Maybe. I got to get going, Dion. All right. Yep, I'm out of here. All right. Amazing. I I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one.